0: have that, you were definitely a cheerleader in high school look, but also like I have a full sleeve. So that's kind of like the person that I am. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to the Barbell Effect podcast. I'm Gavin Geltz. I'm here with Katie Homer and Zach Tremicki. This is our first full episode. We're going to be doing an interview for Katie today. Everybody want to say hi? Hi. Hi. All right. So um, I think we should just start off. Katie, if you want to just say a little bit about who you are, what you do. I know we kind of talked about that in the intro episode, but we can go a little bit more in depth now if you like.
0: All right. So like Gavin said, my name is Katie. I am a certified personal trainer. I got my certification through the National Strength and Conditioning Association, I went to school for health, promotion, and wellness. I got my BS in that within um, a minor in psychology. And I went on after school to basically be a chiropractic assistant because we lived in Kentucky for two years. And that was pretty much the closest thing to my major down there. Uh, So I did that for like a year and a half. And then when we moved back to Wisconsin, um, I started in-person training. And after about six months, I just realized there wasn't much room for growth. I basically was confined to however many clients there were at the gym that I was working at. So in order to move up, I would have to become or get into a management position. And that's not something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to work with people. Um, Another reason why I fully went online in December of 2021 was because I had clients, you know, coming up to me in person training and just being frustrated. I saw a lot of hurt in their eyes on why they weren't making progress. And I truly didn't really know the answer because I only saw them two, three or four hours of their week. And I didn't really get to see any. I I wasn't getting the whole picture on what they were doing outside of our training sessions. So I decided I wanted to take things online and I did so in December of 2021. And I've been online ever since. And the reason I prefer that is because. It's cheaper. It's more convenient for everybody. And well, it's cheaper for the client for what you get. Um, You get a lot more value with it. And then overall, it's just more convenient for both parties. And I actually get to see the whole picture on what my clients do. So since March of 2022, I've been working with women online uh, since then. I've, I've had running clients since that time. And you know, we do, we do weekly check-ins and I get to see really the whole picture of what's going on with them, like in their nutrition, with their mindset, with their social life. Um, it's not just here's a workout program. Let me take you through a workout. And yeah, I work with solely women as well. Um, and I think I went a little bit in the intro on like exactly who I work with. So that's that?
1: What, what kind of, got you into the health and wellness realm from the beginning?
0: Yeah, I've always been active. I've always been involved in sports. My dad was the type of dad that was like, I don't care what you do. You just have to do something. And so I started doing gymnastics when I was about three years old. I continued that until I was about about 11. And then After that I basically just took a couple tumbling classes, I did softball I did track in middle school, and then when I got into high school I did cheerleading and dance and then into college my sophomore through senior year I did cheerleading as well. Um, So I've always been pretty active, but I think the types of activities I was in definitely don't get help you with like a healthy relationship with food, it was a lot of aesthetic type sports I'm not saying that people who are in you know softball or soccer don't experience body image issues but I think being in gymnastics and cheerleading and dance really took a toll on my mental health and I kind of started realizing when I was in like middle school that I didn't really look like the other girls um I didn't really feel feminine because I felt a little bit larger and so I just didn't feel like as pretty or feminine as like the other girls who were my age and who you know you kind of look at the popular crowd too and you realize like okay I don't really look like those girls that are you know getting the attention of the guys and I think that really did take a toll on me as somebody who is an impressionable middle school and high schooler um and so I then went on to really struggle with my relationship with food and with my body and I was diagnosed with an eating disorder my Sophomore year. Yeah, my sophomore year of high school. And I did outpatient treatment, intensive treatment. It was four days a week for three and a half hours, um, an hour drive there and back um, for six months. And then I kind of, because I was just so emotionally and physically drained from that, I kind of got into a very bad depressive episode because I've come home at nine o'clock at night and still have to do my my schoolwork, I was still involved with cheerleading and it just started really taking a toll on me. So I kind of went the opposite direction and I started not to care about what I ate. I didn't really care about like what my body looked like. I overate. I still didn't treat my body well. And then in college I started, I took one health promotion class, um, or like health and wellness class. It was like eight weeks, half the semester. And I decided i this is really interesting. Like I kind of like learning how to take care of my body. I really liked that the approach that my university took was seven dimensions of wellness, not just, you know, I think a lot of people think health and wellness. They think about working out and eating clean, um, but they don't really know that their social health plays a role. Their environmental health plays a role. The relationship that they have with money or with their own mindset takes a huge toll and it plays a huge role in your health. And so, Uh, When I started learning about that, I was like, wow, I really like this. I want to continue it. And so I decided to continue with that as my major. Yeah, that's how I got into. And I I started lifting, too, in college. And I got really into how it made me feel really powerful. I've always been a a smaller female. Uh, I'm only about five foot on a good day. And... (laughs) uh so it just it made me feel really strong and powerful and capable like i didn't need someone else to like open my jar of pickles or like carry my groceries up the steps like i could do that myself and i felt really capable and so i just really enjoyed that feeling that it gave me and i kind of just continued from there
2: yeah that's awesome
1: i call bs on the carrying groceries (laughs) up the stairs thing I, i definitely carry more groceries up the stairs due to her asking me to do so (laughs) I think she's more than capable everybody calm down she just asks me to do this
0: I do the grocery shopping every Monday while you're at work so I don't know what you're talking about
1: I never said I wasn't thankful
2: I think I believe Katie more
1: this this is bullshit I'm on side use, with this one. And I <laughs>
0: use a giant utility tote and I pack all them bitches right in there, all the groceries <laughs> right in that utility tote. And I haul it up with two hands because two trips are for bitches.
2: <laughs> so back to the, what you were talking about before, you've gone. So you've made like a ton of progress so far, and that's awesome. It sounds like it's difficult when you're in those sports because they're, like you said, with like baseball or soccer and stuff, they can still have those problems. But like the main focus of those sports or like a big part of it isn't necessarily on like how you look. The sports that you did are more of like a performance. Um, So yeah, definitely, I can't say for anyone, but I would think that would have more of a negative effect on someone. So you did a bodybuilding competition a couple of years back where I coached you through that. Um, <laughs> um, so how did that go like mentally for mm-hmm. you with your problems in the past?
0: I got like, Talk about that more. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I, I think that actually, I think a lot of people that do shows are people that have had body image issues or previous, not necessarily saying that they were officially diagnosed with like an eating disorder, but I think a lot of people have some under who do shows have underlying, you know, issues with their own body image and with the relationship with food. I don't think that I did my show at the best time, probably for myself. I think that I think I grew from it in a lot of ways. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, except for I think that I didn't understand how intense it was going to be and like when you're doing a show you're nine or ten months out and you're like oh like I can just you know be a little lenient here or just go a little over calories here or whatever because you feel so far out from it and then all of a sudden you're a month away and you're like wow like I really wish back then I would have taken it a little bit more seriously. So I think it taught me a lot and like the dedication and like the mental toughness that I built from it. Um, But it was really hard because coming, I think what was harder actually wasn't my relationship with my body, like going into the show, but I think it was coming out, like my body that changed coming out from the show Um, because you obviously do gain more fat and it's not bad. Like I, I, I think that since then I built a lot of muscle and I know with that sometimes does come with some fat gain too. And so I know like the purpose behind some of the fat gain since then. Um, and I know that I'm going on a good track and I'm doing it for a reason, but I think at first, like when I was coming off of that show weight, it, it did take a little bit of a toll on me and I'm sure I could have prepped myself for that a little bit better. Um, But yeah, it was it was kind of tough, especially as somebody who like came from a background of just not treating my body kindly and not talking to myself kindly. Um, I definitely kind of fell back into some of those habits, I think, coming off of the show. But I'm not saying that I'll never do one again. I just don't know if it's the journey for me. I think I'll do some type of competition because I like competition. I like having a goal to work towards. I think that's always been my personality. And I think that's why I chose to do a show in the first place is because when I was in gymnastics and dance and cheerleading, you have a meet to look or like to train for, you have a competition to train for, and then coming out of athletics Mm -hmm. into lifestyle, you're not really necessarily training for anything specific. Like, yeah, you can set goals for yourself, but unless you enter a show or like a powerlifting competition, you're not really like training for a certain event. And so I think that's why I wanted to do one is because I'm like, I want to train for something again. And it felt really good to do that. Um, and like to push myself and to basically be like me versus me every single day. Like it doesn't matter who I'm going against on the stage, because you honestly don't really know who you're going to be up against that day. You mm-hmm. don't know if you're going to be against one other person or 15 other people. You don't know what their physique is going to look like. And so I think just knowing that like it was just me against me and like just being a better version of myself every day was really helpful. But um, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do one again or not. I think I said that I would, but definitely not right now, because I definitely have a lot of other goals that I want to put first. And when you're doing a show that has to be your top priority, like before social events, before friends, sometimes before family, before work towards the end of it, before all those things.
2: For sure. For sure. Yeah. And those can be a whole other topics for other videos too because you, <laughs> yeah. like, you were not like as you're going through I was like um we could talk about this way more oh yeah <laughs> we could. The, like I was pinpointing different things that we could do um but yeah I think that's good I would agree that like a lot of people who are in physique sports have some kind of history with um like personal self-image or like how they view themselves and that's what got them into it and then what you learn from actually doing it is i think is also important too you were talking about um like going over calories here or there even like you're that's bound to happen regardless for mm-hmm. even people who regularly do it there's there's going likely going to be a day that they go off or i've seen people talk about even like for a week they would go over um and i mean like that's just part of the nature of Competing and being super restrictive, you're bound to fall off track a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but even if you're not competing, like that's still something that's important for when we're working with clients is like you're human, you're going to not stay hundred percent on track. And it's also mm-hmm. not really realistic to do, especially if you're just someone trying to be healthy and not competing.
0: I think part of that is me as a person and my mindset is I'm very, very hard on myself. I'm a perfectionist. It's something that I've worked on a lot since the competition, um, especially when building my business It's something that I've had to work on. But I think that that probably comes from a lot of my own personal mindset too, is just like thinking about all the things I could have done better. Even though it was my first show I showed up, I looked pretty great. Like I had a great coach, like uh, things went really well and it was a really good experience, but like you look back when you're like the type of person that I am and you think of all the things that you could have done better to show up with a better physique.
1: For sure, for sure. How is your mindset? How has your training changed since now afterwards, you know, being, you know, almost 2 years now after said show. What are you doing now? What are your goals? Are you just I know you've learned a lot since then. What what's different for you now?
0: Oh, a lot is different. I have been working on just becoming like a stronger version of myself. I would argue that 2022 is probably like my biggest year of growth physically and mentally. I think I posted a reel on this not too long ago, but like I, because of building muscle, I think I I mentioned this earlier in the episode that like, I have definitely put on a little bit of fat as well. And I'm actually, because of the muscle I've put on, I've bumped up in like a clothing size. And before that would have literally destroyed me, but I know that it's for a purpose and I know that there will be a point where I will lean back out, but I'm kind of just building strength right now. I honestly, my fitness, it's always going to be a huge part of my life and I enjoy going to the gym or, you know, having some type of movement in my day on a daily basis, but Right now, like my business is in the forefront of my priorities. So I'm not training for anything specific. It's more just like lifestyle, making sure that I get movement in every single day, making sure that I'm working on mobility. That's actually something that since leaving cheer I've noticed has is something that I actually have to like think about (laughs) because before it just came natural with like practices and stretching and everything. And now like when I go to squat, you know, you can feel the tightness in your hips and stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, that's not something I experienced <laughs> before. So more so just learning how to be active and like healthy for myself outside of sports, which is definitely something we can also have another episode on is kind of talking about the transition from athletics to a uh, lifestyle. But yeah, I'm kind of just my, my main priority is my business and my clients and taking care of them And helping them be the best versions of themselves and the healthiest versions of themselves. Um, And also, now, like obviously, this podcast is a huge part of that as well. And so, I think that's a huge priority for me. And so, the difference between when I was training for my show and now is that that was pretty much a a top priority for me. And while health and wellness is a huge part of my life still. I'm not avidly making sure I'm hitting my calories every single day. Like I try my best, but it's definitely not my top priority at the current moment. So.
2: Yeah, that's good too. Cause like, um, like that's a good uh, indicator or a good thing for anyone who's like listening, Um, like your goals are going to change and you're not going to like continuously focus on one thing. Like for the rest of your life, there's going to be things that come up that become more important than what you previously were working on. It's good to be able to understand that you can go back and forth between things and focus more so on one area of life or one project that you're working on or this one thing, and pull back on the other things um, instead of just having that mindset where this is the only thing I can focus on. So I think that's good. Regarding your business, um, what and your coaching, what what do you like specialize in as far as your coaching for anyone who's listening? And then how did you get to choosing that to specialize in?
0: So my specialization is working with women who are ages, mid twenties to mid forties who want to lose body fat or do a body recomposition. So in common terms, that would be people who say they want to get toned. We'll talk about that later. Um, but if you want to get, you know, toned, look leaner, uh, lose body fat, that is the, those are the type of people that I specialize in working with a lot of times that involves a reverse diet, which I will also get into at a later time. Um, but a lot of women that come to me and who are my like sole client types, they're usually way under eating for what their goals are. And this is where a reverse diet would come into play. But basically the reason why I came to this as the type of person that I want to work with is because that is like the old version of myself is somebody who, you know, was hopping from like diet plan to diet plan or fad diet to fad diet, um, constantly switching things up, not really knowing like what to look for when it came to accurate information, kind of just following the trends of social media, um, looking at different like top fit influencers or what whoever was popular on the internet for like health and wellness, um, because I would find like an ideal po- body type and try to do exactly what they were doing, um, which we know you could be doing the exact same thing as somebody else and you will not look like them because you're not them. Uh, so just people who struggle with like what to do, Probably a lot, do a lot more planning than action taking probably are perfectionists. So if they don't do things perfectly, they tend to fall off, uh, things like that. Just basically the older version of myself and who I was. And then before I came into like the knowledge and the education that I had and the experience that I had in health and wellness.
1: Uh, I think one question I want to kind of wrap up with, um, for your interview is, you know, what are your, what are your goals for your business in the future? What, what do you want to see yourself doing in five years? And then not only just the business, how, how do you want this podcast to affect people? What do you want this to be for everybody?
0: In five years, I picture myself, um, in terms of my business, I definitely would love to hire on, get to the point where I can hire on one or two assistant coaches who really align with my values, but maybe, have different niches like I think that's definitely okay to kind of expand who uh fit breaks training which I know I didn't mention before but that's the name of my business (laughs) um expand who fit breaks training works with the type of people um kind of get a a more diverse clientele but I definitely would love to be able to hire on some assistant coaches and have just like a really tight-knit team of a community with both obviously like my coworkers, but also the clients that we have too. And really, I just, my goal is to build a community for women to feel safe being like, I feel this way about health and fitness and like about my body. And I know it's not normal, but like, I need someone who can relate to that and like say it how it is, but also give me support at the same time, because I've talked that. I'm not like, I'm a no BS type of coach and it's even in my Instagram bio. And so I'll give it to you straight and I'll tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear all the time. But regardless of what I'm telling you, I'm here to support you. And that's just kind of what I want to bring as a community. Um, but also another huge reason of going online, which I think it's 100% okay to have this as a goal, is that really having that freedom of time, which I've already Seen, but as I build up my systems more for my business, I'll be able to see even more of a freedom of time, meaning that I'm not just stuck at a desk uh, from nine to five uh, and I can kind of create my own hours. You know, when I go on vacation, I can work remotely from wherever I am uh, while also still giving support and guidance to my client community. In terms of the podcast, my goal is really to bring a deeper level. Of long-lasting education. I personally am not a fan of reading books. It's just never been my thing. So I think starting a podcast uh, for one of the reasons is because I'm somebody who likes to listen to audiobooks or podcasts and get my information that way. Whether I'm getting ready in the morning, whether I'm on a long drive, uh, you know, to go visit my parents, uh, whether I'm cleaning the house, I really enjoy doing something while also receiving information. But also, my goal is to get out education in a deeper level. We can only get so much. Like I struggle so hard, and maybe because I talk a lot and I have a lot to say, but I struggle with condensing my content to the short form content that is provided on social media, like through Reels, through TikTok. Unfortunately, people as a whole do not have very large attention spans at this point in time, and so you have to grab their attention quickly. And sometimes what I want to say is not something that's going to like grab your attention quickly, but it's something that's still important. And so I think that's the purpose that I want to bring through this podcast.
1: For sure. Last but not least, what's your favorite color?
0: Black.
2: (laughs) We have the same favorite color.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love black. I love the purple color in our logo. I think it looks so good with the purple and black. Honestly, it pair anything with black and it's my vibe. Um, but my logo for my business fit for training is like this light pink and black. And I think that shows like the two sides of me is that I'm kind of like dark and emo, but I also have a really girly side about me. Um, like I have that you were definitely a cheerleader in high school look, but also like I have a full sleeve. So that's kind of like the person that I am. And I think those colors kind of describe that perfectly.
2: Rar XD. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of the vibe. As always, thank you so much for tuning in with us. For more free content and to stay in touch, be sure to give us a follow. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, homerun underscore fit for Katie, Gavin underscore for Gavin, and Z for Zach.
1: Also, feel free to email us with any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the pod at thebarbelleffectpod at gmail.com. We'll be sure to link all of this in the show notes for you as well. Lastly, if you
2: like this episode, please leave a rating and review so others who can benefit from what we offer can find us. Until next week, keep moving, don't eat like an asshole, and fucking stay hydrated.